One of the key witnesses in the inquest into the death of Private Sean Benton gave evidence last week. Martin Holder was a corporal at Deepcut at the time that Sean was serving and as such was second in command of the guard on duty the night that he died. Martin Holder was close by when Sean died and was possibly the last person to speak to him. Reporting restrictions were put in place by the coroner so his evidence wasn't heard by another witness still yet to give her evidence. That has now been lifted. I'm Kyle Ark and along with Barry Keevan we're here to bring you the behind-the-scenes look at what happens at Woking Coroner's Court. This is Deep Cut, the inquest. Well, Barry joins me now. Um, now, Barry, we uh, we obviously did uh, put out a an additional uh, edition uh, this week of the podcast, just explaining a little bit more um, about the injunction, um, which we recorded uh, when it was in place. Um, but it has, uh, thankfully, now been lifted um, on Friday, wasn't it? So... Um, Good news from the from the journalistic perspective. Yeah, and luckily enough, um, his honour, Mr. Rook, Judge Rook, told me that he was minded to lift the injunction before I had to make any submissions about why I thought he should do it. So he, he indicated that he was going to lift it before before I had to get to my feet. So so yeah. that that saved me quite a lot of uh, courtroom stress. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was uh, the exclusion order is still there, but the injunction has been lifted. It's quite a complicated situation, but it's not something that's going to affect the reporting of the inquest from now on. And in terms of the exclusion order, is that to stop the witness from hearing any evidence from any other future witnesses that, that may take the stand? No, it's just from this one. And the complicated bit is that there's a legal test for an exclusion order and then there's a legal test for the contempt order and the judge felt that the legal test was met for the exclusion order but he was satisfied but not necessary for the to the point for the of contempt of court order that he didn't have to didn't have to have the um continue the contempt order so yeah it's a complicated situation but it's not going to affect us at all now in terms of we're not going to go into to great detail about some of the evidence that was given this week there are uh, going to be a number of there already are and there will be more articles on the deepcutinquest.co.uk um, sort of print site that you run won't there so there will be plenty there if people do want to go into more detail about what actually has happened in court this week but essentially one of the, the sort of highlights of evidence because they have they obviously have been a, a couple of other witnesses as well sort of this week what have been the, the kind of main points that you draw out that we didn't really um sort of know before well i mean this week we've got a, a week off so what i'm planning to do is go into some depth in those in the main issues of the the inquest and have a look at some of the main characters involved as well so yeah i am going to try and get into a bit more depth now that we've got a week off of course the week off means that i'm back to the day job but yeah, I'm going to try and get some more depth into the uh, into the reporting this week. It, it's a week off because that was decided right at the very beginning of the inquest, wasn't it? That the, the judge and the uh, everybody wasn't sitting um, wasn't sitting this week, so that's not an un- unusual sort of event for this to have happened. Yeah, the judge is committed elsewhere, so can't have a can't have a hearing without a judge. So, so the inquest or the the coroner and, and everybody will be back in court starting on the 19th it's the first Monday that we're going to be seeing so. in terms of uh, there are still there's still a considerable number of witnesses really to, to hear from particularly sort of es- experts um, ballistics forensic that kind of thing um, that we will be hearing from do we have an idea of, of what will be starting off uh, the evidence come the 19th yeah we, it's more live evidence and not the experts yeah I'm not actually sure how much expert evidence we're going to hear because I think a lot of it will, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the last day is the 29th, which is Monday, Thursday. So that's only 10 days after we, we get back. Uh, so that it should be eight days of court time. So there's not going to be room for a hell of a lot. And some witnesses are, not many, but some witnesses are taking more than a day yeah. on the stand, aren't they? So um, yeah. so that will limit the number of people that, that, that will be heard um, between now and... And, and Easter, um, when the inquest was due to, to finish, obviously. There are a few very significant people we still to hear from, but uh, as far as the expert evidence goes, I don't know how much there's going to be because a lot of it is agreed, which means that I think a lot of it will just go into evidence as written reports. I don't know that, that it'll all be read out or anything like that. And, uh, and I don't think any of the experts are actually going to be coming either. There are some issues though we understand aren't there that are not necessarily agreed between the family and the Ministry of Defence and others so there will be there will be certain issues that will be needed to be discussed in court you would assume. The divergence doesn't seem to be that great though but we'll see. The events of, of the past week have also meant that actually the verdict from the inquest will definitely not be coming soon after Easter now because the uh, the evidence days will run into the uh, the days that had been booked in as a, as a backup for May, so it's it's going to be a while. Yeah, well, the original plan I think was to finish finish Easter, hearing the evidence, and then break for April, and then come back with conclusions in May. But uh, we will be back in May, but it'll be for more live evidence. So um, the the date when we could expect a conclusion from the coroner is going to be pushed back a bit. Mm, and we haven't had an indication yet, have we, as to when that might now be no but it'll certainly be well i would guess late may okay well i think we'll keep it short and sweet this week i think essentially there are some key stories that will be uh, sort of coming out over the coming week but really it's a case of sort of putting all that together in a maybe more considered manner from your part and actually um if people are interested in in getting into more of the nitty-gritty in terms of what's actually been said in court this week then um head over to deepcuttheinquest.co.uk yeah that's going to keep me busy keep you busy <laughs> cheers Barry. thanks there won't be another podcast next week as the court is taking a break for the week and we'll be reconvening on the 19th of March. We'll be updating you at the end of that week, so do follow us to keep up to date on all the main points of evidence from Woking Coroner's Court. And if you want to find out more in the meantime, check out www.deepcutinquest.co.uk. Deep Cut, the inquest.